1: This is Dollar Collapse, your ringside seat to the global economic crisis. To get the full story, go to dollarcollapse.com. Welcome. You are listening to Dollar Collapse with John Rubino. I'm Kerry Lutz, and we're changing the format just a little bit for these podcasts since John is in the midst of several major projects, can't devote the time that he'd like. But John, uh, a major victory for libertarians on the way in California. But first, uh, let's talk about our our partner Birch Gold, because man, their business has to be booming at this point.
0: Yeah, they've got to be having fun right now. You know, there's nothing like being um, a, a dealer of something that is catching the attention of the public, you know, where you, you just can't get in inventory fast enough to make up for the demand. And that's probably what gold dealers are seeing right now. So Birch has got to be having fun. And uh, one of the interesting things about the gold market now is that suddenly the big problem for precious metals investors is how to manage all the capital gains they're generating. Yeah. And uh, Birch Gold can help with that because they specialize in gold-based IRAs, which will shield your precious metals profits from the IRS for a really long time until you pull them out later in life when you retire. So this is a great time to talk to them about a gold-based IRA and see about protecting all your profits for at least the next 10 or 20 years.
1: Yeah. Well, I just wonder if we're in the midst of a gold bull market or precious metals bull market, how much longer it's going to continue, uh, what the best way to buy metals at this point is. I know how I did it in in 08, 09, and my timing was totally perfect at that point, up to 2010. But now this one's, this is different than the last uh, Gold bull market. So, if you're calling up and you got some money to spend, and you're going to Birch Gold, how would you? How would you split up, or uh, what would you be buying?
0: Well, I, I think every bull market is different, but I think the basic principles of investing within a bull market. Um, Don't really change that much. You want to have some super safe assets within that class, which in this case would be gold and silver bullion stored very safely. That's basically the, the cash. In your financial portfolio, the stuff that's going to hold its value for a really long time, not necessarily uh, make you a ton of money, but preserve your purchasing power. And then from there, you branch out into the riskier stuff that will soar if you choose correctly and the bull market does turn out to have legs. And that's mining shares and precious metals. And we saw on Friday what happened with a lot of the mining shares. Gold popped because it um, it looked like maybe the Fed wasn't going to raise interest rates after all in June. And you saw a lot of the mining shares go up multiples of the percentage increase in precious metals themselves. So there's a long list of 10 and 15 percent gains in the junior miners this time around. And some of the seniors, you know, some of the big miners actually went up that much, too. And so if you're in mining stocks and you, you choose good quality mining stocks as this bull market really gets going, you'll make. Um, multiples of your original investment. You know, there are five and 10 baggers out there. Um, Of course, there are a lot of also bankruptcy candidates, so you still (laughs) have to choose well. But if you pick the right ones, you know, you, you make five, 10% of your money or five, 10 or 10 times your money in a lot of these. And so that's the big profit. That's the speculation in a, in a bull market is the fairly risky, but very high potential gain shares that exist in, in every market and especially in precious metals. So yeah, start looking at the junior miners once you're convinced the gold and silver are heading higher from here
1: yeah makes sense and of course you need a a physical uh, component you got to own the physical stuff which is why you should go over to birch gold right now the site is birch b-i-r-c-h gold.com birchgold.com or call them up 800-355-2116 uh Don't feel like you're going to miss out. Split up your purchases. So if there's a gyration, you'll either be averaging up or down, but you won't get killed all at once. I mean, right now as we're speaking, John, uh, gold had a thirty-plus dollar rally on Friday. It's at twelve forty-six forty-six the ounce, up ninety cents today. Silver is at sixteen forty-six, up two cents. Silver. They got it down under the magical sixteen dollar number, and then boom! What happens? It snapped right back, and that that's showing you some uh, some underlying strength in the uh, in the shiny metal.
0: Well, yeah, both of these markets are really tight right now, Kerry. Um, be, yeah. in, in large part because of Eastern buying. You know, China and Russia mm-hmm. and India are, are just buying the heck out of these metals, especially on dips, and there really isn't that much left for the West to send over to these guys. And so supplies are getting tighter and tighter. And that means that um, where where for the past few years it's been sell the rallies, now the dominant theme will be buy the dips. You know, gold and silver will go down again. They'll have corrections, but there'll be a lot of buying activity at the bottom and it'll send them right back up. So I think over the um, intermediate term, let's say five years from now, um, gold is going to five thousand dollars an ounce. Silver is going to a hundred dollars an ounce. We don't know what's going to happen in the next six months, but over a longer time frame, the wind is at the back of these assets. So it's going to be a fun ride for the people who position themselves correctly now.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah. couldn't agree more. And uh, hey, so libertarian uh, victory on the horizon, or is it just another corporatist victory cashing in on a trend?
0: Well, you know, it's always both, <laughs> but um, I, I've been listening for the last week to a recorded book about the history of marijuana, which is a big issue for libertarians. You know, we generally believe that people should be free to do what they want with their own bodies and the government should just stay out of that transaction. And it hasn't been the case with drugs in general and marijuana in particular. You know, the, the, the federal government has, for some reason, had a huge issue with marijuana of all things. They've been more serious about that drug than about cocaine and heroin and, and crack and, and crystal meth. And there are right now tens of thousands of Pot users, not even dealers, but users languishing in, in federal prisons. And California was the epicenter of that process where they basically had some fascists in charge of the criminal justice system for decades. And and, and these guys, despite study after study saying, you know, weed is just not dangerous and it's actually medicinal. It has a lot of um, of treatment Potentials for different diseases. But they didn't want to hear that. And they just continued to arrest even medicinal marijuana people and put them in jail. Well, now California has on its ballot in November uh, an initiative that would basically legalize marijuana. And it's getting 60% support in current polls. So it looks like there's a decent chance that the biggest state in the country is flat out going to legalize pot. And, uh, And this will of course, be a benefit for human freedom, but it also has a lot of um, financial and economic and health benefits potentially because there there are a lot of compounds in marijuana that have been tested and found to be efficacious for a lot of different diseases. So suddenly you've got the prospect of a lot of cheap plants or a lot of cheap medicines that coming online that will compete with big pharma, you know, it, it'll compete with Prozac nation. Yeah. So the the, the prospect is for medicine that you can grow in your backyard, which is a a great concept from a self-reliant personal freedom standpoint. And this also, from a political standpoint, is really interesting because it exposes the hypocrisy of both the right and the left. You know, right now, one of the most dangerous political trends in the U.S. is that everybody, it seems is willing to dismiss the Constitution um, when there's an issue that they care about at stake. And this concept of nullification is sort of the epicenter of it, where um, state governments defy the federal government and just do what they think is right, even though it conflicts with federal law. Well, well, on the left, they hate the concept of states' rights because they see that as a, a racist code word. But now they love state, states' rights when it yeah. comes to things like gay marriage and, uh, and legalization of marijuana. On the right, they they love states rights when it comes to states trying to repeal Obamacare or or ban gay marriage or um, a ban abortion. but they hate it when it comes to legalization of drugs. And so, you know, on both sides, they're willing to say, you know, screw the Constitution, forget it, we'll ignore it because we need to accomplish this overriding goal. And we're just going to ignore the original limits on the federal government's power. And and so when something big like this happens, where it causes one side or both sides to switch sides on this issue, you know, it it exposes their hypocrisy. And I think that's really useful because when, when you've got guys being forced to argue one side of a debate and then switch and argue the other side uh, publicly, that shows them up as opportunistic hypocrites. And to the extent that more and more people figure this out, maybe we have a a real discussion about what the limits on the power of the federal government should be and how we should accept um, a general definition of limited government and everybody live within that, that, that stricture, you know, instead of always trying to get around it, um, and steadily increasing the power of the federal government. So anyhow, lots of interesting, uh, cross currents in the coming votes. So the presidential election is probably going to be really dismal from the point of view of, um, of libertarians, you know, cause whoever we get, is going to be an authoritarian at this point, Yeah, but Further down on the ballot, in a lot of states, there's interesting stuff going on. So there's still reason to pay attention and not just drop out of the coming election.
1: Yeah, well, Trump uh, has enunciated his support for legalizing marijuana, or over a period of time, he doesn't want to like just do it all at once and throw the uh, floodgates open, I guess. But uh, he doesn't think it should be a criminal offense for sure. And I think uh, what's going on in the country you've got far more important things to uh, To be focused on than, uh, than marijuana and and such and and we we're expending resources. So one of the one of the main things that's happened in Colorado since they legalized uh, is that uh, enforcement of uh, of drug laws of marijuana prohibition was costing a substantial amount of money. So they've been able to reallocate that money into other more pressing criminal problems. Uh, You're still not supposed to smoke pot outside of your house in Colorado. Um, It's definitely still forbidden when driving for good reason. And, you know, I think uh, this is a societal trend here. Once California goes, I mean, look, we've already gotten, we've already seen Alaska Uh, Washington state, Washington, D.C., but I don't know what the status of that is right now, Uh, Colorado, obviously, and a couple of other states which elude me right now, uh, they've already legalized. So yeah, great, 10th Amendment, uh, the states reasserting their rightful role in the scheme of our uh, federal uh, system here. Uh, where states are sovereign, as well as the federal government, as well as the country. So maybe you're right. Maybe it is a trend here towards new respect and elevation of the Constitution by the left and the right. Because right now, we've got a lot of hypocrisy going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, we really do. And it's very frustrating because uh, it, it we're in a situation now where where everybody's dismissing the Constitution. Yeah. When the issue at stake is something they think is of overriding importance. And, uh, you know, the point of the Constitution was that nothing is of overriding importance when it when it comes to limiting the power of the central government, because that's the biggest issue that any country faces is the uh, the tendency of the guys in charge to accumulate more power and become dictators eventually. And we're really headed that way. When you look at what the federal government can do now that it couldn't do 30 years ago, it's shocking how far we've walked down the road towards um, an authoritarian state. But Mm -hmm. anyhow, there there are a couple of other really cool issues with the legalization of marijuana. And one is that um, it, it leads to this burst of creativity. We're seeing how a free market works. From scratch, you know, where you take something that's in the shadows and then boom, you know, move it into the sunlight where it's legal and where anybody can create products that, that relate to that thing. Yeah. It's amazing how fast the creativity has has, has sprung up in, in weed where you, you go into a pot store. I've got one eight miles from my house and <clears throat> it is a candy store. Basically, it's it's almost overwhelming in the variety of stuff that people are creating. You know, they've got pot infused candies and they've got yeah, um, yeah hand lotion and every different kind of uh, marijuana, of course, that you can think of and and tinctures, whatever that is, and extracts yeah. and, and they're, they're separating out the different components yeah. and <laughs> featuring them in different products. And it, it's really impressive to see a market at work um, that really didn't exist on any scale just a few years ago. Very true. So great
1: point. Yeah. So, well, it's, it's happening now. Uh, we'll know more soon. I think uh, it's inevitable. It will be legalized in California, and then it's going to be a hard time to stop from legalizing it in many other states. But it will become a state's right issue, just like alcohol. There's still dry counties in the country, if you can believe it, after all this time. Uh, so I think that's a good thing. Anyways, so go over to birchgold.com. Uh, take a look at what they have to offer. You can get them on the phone if you like. And I do highly recommend before you make a purchase at any bullion dealer, your first one, call them on the phone and speak with them. Find out about shipping times, find out about the costs involved and get an idea about the company. And you can call them at 800-355-2116, 800-355-2116. And just tell them Carrie and John sent you. And John, uh, I guess we will uh, continue on next week. And I'm sure uh, there's never any shortage of happenings in the world for us.
0: Never a shortage, Carrie. Thanks. Talk to you next week.
1: Thanks for listening to Dollar Collapse. For regular info and updates throughout the day, go to dollarcollapse.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.